So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts put on their mind. One, two, three. Now, before we get started with this episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like this episode, share this podcast, and if you can, do me a favor, head on down to the review section and leave an honest review because this podcast was dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves. And I don't know what that version is, but I know that just like we need a little bit more money, just like we need a little bit more sleep, just like we need a little bit more of anything in life, we deserve to be a little better than what we are right now. What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickman, also known as Me Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Okay, so I'm not even about to lie to you right now. Um, I don't know how the Instagram algorithm works. You, you, you feel me? Like that algorithm that had me in a headlock for the past year, you know, and. I will tell you that it does have a way of showing you things that you definitely need to see. And I remember I was scrolling through Instagram. I'm going through Instagram. And this woman, she keeps popping up. And she's talking about self-love. She's talking about self-care. She's talking about a lot of things that you you, you know that I'm in it. You feel me? Like, you already know I'm in it. And I'm like this, like, damn, all right. You know, I see her stuff again. I'm like, all right. I see her stuff again. I'm like, all right. So I go over to my vision board and I start writing down names of who I need to have on the show. And at the top of my vision board, I wrote her name down and I said, like, I need to have her on the show. Okay. I love her energy. I love exactly what she's doing. I, I, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? And I'm a firm believer that if I bring anybody on this show, I feel like I need I, I need to be a fan. I need to be interested if I if if if, if I'm gonna have a conversation. You know, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, like please welcome, you know, Joanna. But y'all probably know her as J Mog. You know, let me rephrase, you probably have been following her, heard her Instagram, you know, heal with J Mog. Did I do that right? Yeah, you did. It was good. Amazing. <laughs> How are you doing? I am good. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Very excited. I was honestly so flattered that you even, when I saw your email, I was in Hawaii. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like so excited. And I was like, this is an amazing opportunity. I'm going to take it. Oh my God. You know, I wrote that email, right? Like I wrote that email and, you know, Mm -hmm. going into the scenario, once again, just my negative, realistic nature, you know, I'm already expecting a no, or I'm busy, or, you know, currently right now, the schedules don't line up. So I sent the email and I'm like, all right, well, you know, if she comes back, she comes back. And somebody always tells me like, you know, you need to expect a no, but you know, be excited for it. Yes. So when you wrote back, I was like, this, oh, shit. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. We had the both like, re- like, we had the same reaction to that. So. You know? <laughs> I was like, God. then I had to proofread the email because I type fast. And although like I got a robust vocabulary, I got the reading and spelling of like a third grader or something like that. <laughs> like I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, like if, if the phones didn't fill in those words, you know, I know what it needs to say, but if it didn't fill in the word, I'll be done. I'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> That's me texting all my friends. So it's okay. Oh my God. Yeah. So how was, how was Hawaii? Amazing. It was Definitely like a self-love mm-hmm. 
trip for myself to just really, I honestly feel so spiritual from it. Like, it's insane. Being able to spend time alone and be yeah. alone with myself is a very empowering. I love that. I love that. It's yeah. something that we don't, we, don't give our, we don't give ourselves that much of a gift to, you know what I mean? As far as being alone with ourselves and being comfortable with being alone with ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so many times do we feel like this need that we have to have somebody around us. We have to have somebody else fill up that void. You already got somebody doing that. You feel me? It's you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the, actually the very, with my self-love journey, that's the first thing I decided to do was find happiness being alone. Mm-hmm. And that. since, yeah, since then it's, it's been, I've been able to kind of level up in different ways of being comfortable being alone. Mm-hmm. So speaking of like self-love journey, like, uh, do you mind us, you know, telling us from the beginning? Just when did you embark yeah. on this? Um, I was in a three-year relationship um, and that relationship like was amazing. I fell deeply in love with this guy, but unfortunately I wasn't really growing as an individual in that relationship. I was very dependent on him. Mm-hmm. I was very comfortable. I wasn't working out at all, barely went to the gym. Um, and there was a point where he was growing as an individual, but I wasn't, and he was really trying to help me grow, but I just wasn't seeing it. And, um, we ended up breaking up because, you know, little fights kind of were happening and it all kind of came together and, uh, we break up. It's actually, it's 2020, April, 2020, everything's closed. It's COVID. Yeah, I wasn't working for like two months because everything was closed. And then I was like, oh, my God, now I'm single. It's a pandemic. And now I got to I don't know how I'm going to heal because I can't even see my friends. Mm-hmm. Are you going to come so, outside? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, by that time in that relationship, I was going to the gym. So, you know, I was able to work out and everything, which was great. And at that time, I think I already lost like 30 pounds. Um, anyways, um, with my self-love journey, the first thing, like I said, was finding happiness, being alone. And I literally Googled it (laughs) and there was a list. Yeah. There was a list of what you could do. And it was more like find ways to just be alone in scenarios that you'd usually have a friend in, or even like your, your significant other in. So like go to cafes alone, go on self-love dates, um, and like things like that and I was like oh my god okay so then I started doing it and it was like really really uncomfortable because I'm like everyone's seeing me I'm by myself (laughs) but I'm like no one cares no one cares nobody cares (laughs) no one cares um but yeah at first it was really uncomfortable but then I I just kept doing it I would at least do it like once a month Mm -hmm. I'd take myself on a self-love date Mm, I like that yeah Mm -hmm. so that's where it all started and from there on like I had TikTok, I had my friends to just find different ways of like loving myself. And it was like through like uh, being there for myself mentally, spiritually, and physically. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when we hear about like journeys and we hear about like, you know, when people like decide to like make this change within themselves, you know, it's always this. And I, and, and this isn't me trying to like minimize the journey or anything like that. It's just, you always hear them say like, well, fuck, I lost everything. I, I hit rock bottom. And 
yours is legit. Like you're you're just growing. You know what I mean? Like you decided that you know I I just want to grow. I just wanted like I want to be comfortable being alone. I I just want to learn me, and I'm just like I love that for you. And I learned that I recently just learned that word. Like I, I chipped my tooth and I went into medical. I went into dental and I told the lady mm-hmm. I was like, hey, um, you know, I chipped my tooth. You know, I chipped my cap. I need to get it fixed. And she looked me dead in my eyes and said, I love that for you. And I was like, I don't think that's the right contents, but I understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's the right context. You know what I mean? Like I, this is a big issue for me right now. <laughs> she looked me in my face and she said, you know, because I walked in there, you know, and I'm like, hey, um, I chipped one of my um, my crown. And she looked at me. She said, I love that for you. And I'm like, I don't think that's the right context, but but I get what you're saying. I kind of don't get it why she would say that. <laughs> like, there's nothing to love about this moment right now. Like, I'm not in love with this. You know what I mean? I don't I'm love not. that for you. <laughs> I, I don't love this for me. I don't love this for me right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pulling, I'm pulling fragments out of my mouth right now. Like, I don't love this for me. But no. I don't know. You know, maybe this is a moment for you. So I love that you love yes. this for me. And as I look at that word, you know, loving this for me, you know, I, I think about the moments where it's like, I'm doing things and I'm not loving it. I'm not, I'm not loving it, you know? And Mm -hmm. then when you peel back the layers, it's like, it's not that you don't love that. You don't love being around yourself. You don't love, you don't love you, you know? And I feel like, oh, please, Mm -hmm. please. Oh no, I was going to say that nothing's guaranteed in this life. But yeah. your relationship with yourself, like, even if someone's going to tell you they're going to love you forever, that doesn't mean they're going to be there forever. So it's really important to build that relationship with yourself with like when you like no matter what, you'll you know, you're going to be there. Because, yeah, like sense. I said, you can't guarantee anything with best friends, with family, with your significant other that you think you're going to have forever. You can't guarantee that. So if you can guarantee the relationship with yourself and know that you have yourself, no matter what you go through, that's exactly why I did what I did because I depended on him for so much. And I, mm-hmm. and when I lost him, I was like, who am I? Mm. I was relying on him forever. I was good to be like a stay at home wife. Mm. I was good with that. Like financially, I was good. <laughs> and like when he left and everything that's when I was like rock bottom so I was like I'm gonna rebuild myself and I'm never going to depend on anyone ever again okay yeah okay. yeah I like that I like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and I it's the weirdest feeling especially when you're learning to be comfortable alone with yourself is like fuck like dude like I didn't know that I I didn't know that I could enjoy these things by myself let me rephrase I didn't know that I I could do this I can enjoy things like this by myself you know Mm -hmm. like when you mentioned like you know you're sitting at a cafe and I remember my first time where I took myself on a date you know what I mean like I'm sitting there and I felt so uncomfortable because I'm that guy in the corner by himself and I'm like I hope people don't think that I'm just like just being weird and I'm like I'm not being (laughs) weird I'm just I'm I'm just by myself (laughs) I'm just by myself you know? yeah. <laughs> and then the crazy part is, is that like once you get comfortable with being by yourself I felt like and I don't know how you felt especially since we came out of the pandemic is that mm-hmm. I got so used to being by myself and becoming so comfortable with that that it felt uncomfortable being around other people 
Yeah, I totally, I noticed that too. I think it's like, you're so, when you're so comfortable being alone, I, I just notice vibes from people. And if I don't like the people, like the person's vibe, I'm just like, because I'm so, I like mine. I like my friends. I like, I'm very selective on who I spend my time with now. Because I'm just so comfortable, like being alone with my myself and with my friends and I know mm-hmm. and I just I, I don't ever put myself in a situation where I don't want to spend time with people because I'm like my time is valuable mm. yeah I, I always look at it and I and I and I love the fact that you say you know you you start to pay attention to their their, their vibes their energy you know what I mean like I there was so many times where I would ignore that you know what I mean like I would see their red flags and I would just ignore it and then I would try to make excuses or I would try to adjust my frequency to match theirs. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like I would try to adjust my frequency so I could match theirs. And at the end of the day, I would either feel drained or, you know, it was always I would feel drained because I'm overworking to match a frequency that's not I'm not supposed to be around. Yes. Yeah. It's like, do you find that you give people like the benefit of the doubt? When you're like, you kind of know they're like not the best for you, but you still like give them the benefit of the doubt. I honestly feel times. like some people, yeah, some people just like, like my vibe and everything. And they're like, oh, I kind of want to be her friend or like, I want to be around her. I want to be like her. I've, I've dealt with this multiple mm-hmm. times and they end up being like a very toxic person to me yes. because, and I just get drained or like, I'm always at fault for some reason, but I'm just like my other friends who I've been friends with for many years, like see it too. They're like, you mm-hmm. give people the benefit of the doubt, but we see how bad this person's for you, but we don't say anything because, like, you know, you're trying. You have love mm-hmm. for them. But now I'm just like, nope. No new friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, and it's so crazy because it's like when you go down that journey, right? Like when you start to, when you, when people talk about like, like self-love, like and literally and really learning to love yourself, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like you have this appreciation for yourself because a lot of us, are, we need that love from the outside first. But when you love yourself, that love is being produced from the inside. It's coming out. You know what I mean? And I always looked at it in two perspectives. It's that imagine if somebody, you ever seen like in the cartoons and somebody smells and you can see the smell uh, like illustrated around them? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. people naturally, they're going to be repulsed by that and they want to keep away. That's what it's like when you when you have bad energy about yourself. That's how I perceive it. Yep. And yeah, when yeah. you have when you have good energy, it's almost, it, it radiates. And good energy attracts everyone because they need to be up under it. It's like the sun, you feel me? And when yeah. you bring those people, they may not have anything good for you. They just want to be around you. And I noticed mm-hmm. that a lot the moment that I decided to like get my shit together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, people are very attracted to that, um, that energy that mm-hmm. people have. Um, and it's, it's actually funny how you say the sun. Cause people actually say like, I'm like a ray of sunshine. You are. And I think <laughs> you are. It's one of my favorite things people have said to me. And it's like, it's not the compliments that people say about my looks. It's about my, my energy and my, and my soul, personality. my personality. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, I was going to say something about how, um, also too, with like, I'm sorry if I kind of change subjects here. I don't, no, it's the please. same subject as self-love. Yeah, we're still here, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, before I forget, is I wanted to say that um, when when you love yourself, 
um, and you and you know you can fully love yourself, that's when other people know that you can treat them well. Mm-hmm. It's if because if I see someone that can't love themselves, even if they're they're a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, if they can't love themselves, they can't treat me right. Yeah, 100%. how do I expect them? Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can't. That's and that's another thing with people with like bad vibes. If I can see that they don't love themselves. I'm like, no, there's no way they can treat me right. So why should I? Like, not not should I, but why should I even be around them knowing who they are to themselves? I love that. I love that. You know, and I never, I don't know, I've never took, I've heard it, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm pretty sure it's went in one ear and it's came right out, but it's never really sat with me like that. But you're 100% right. Like, if you if you can't love yourself, you know what I mean? How are you supposed to be able to love me? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, how can you love me properly? You barely loving yourself. You know, mm-hmm. how can you give me anything when you don't have anything to give? You're not even mm-hmm. producing anything. And mm-hmm. I never really look at it like that. You know, like when we pay attention to like the red flags, you know, listen to how they talk to themselves, you know, especially on their bad days. Listen to how they talk to themselves on their bad days. Yeah. And you will know exactly how they're going to talk to you on your bad days. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. People should be in relationships, especially people need to be two holes falling in love, not each other's halves. Because even if you lose your other half, you'll always be a whole. Oh, my God. (laughs) We were were just talking about this where it's like this is 2022. You feel me? And we about to go into 2023. I don't Mm -hmm. know about you, but come heal. You feel me? Like, come whole. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, come home. I love that so You know, much. It, it, it kills yeah. me, man. Like, when people be like this, like, hey, you know, you know, relationships 50-50. No, the fuck it's not. It's 100-100. You yes. gotta be healed. You have to do that shadow work. You have to do that journey on your own. You're not yeah. about to come to me broken and then lie and say that I broke you. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. I love that. I love that you just said that. I thought I was the only one that was thinking it, and I'm and no. I'm glad that. Yeah, you know. I I feel like people shouldn't like they don't have to be like one thousand percent healed, like you know. Yeah. It, but if they can, if they're able to do the work on their own, and you can be the support, okay. But it's like as long as they're not relying on you for their happiness, if they're relying on themselves to do the work, and they have you for that support. Great, I will be there for that person. I will be there for that person. And I see that they're working physically, mentally, spiritually. I'm like, okay, they're, they went through this. Um, they've done this much work so far. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred percent there. Cause there's, there's a little bit of trauma because no one's yeah. perfect. No mm-hmm. one's perfect. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to support them as long as they have a good intention for themselves and you know, they're prioritizing themselves in this. I think that's okay. And I can see that, you know what I mean? Just like how mm-hmm. you would come to a friend, you know, to say like, hey, you know, can you give me some advice on this? It's a difference from can you give me some advice on this to can you just tell me how to do it? Or can you just, you know, do this for me? You know, and I feel like a yes. lot of times, especially, you know, now that we are paying attention to emotional, uh, emotional health, now that we're paying attention to these things, emotional and mental health, it's this idea that it's supposed to just happen like that. You know what I mean? Like, or somebody's supposed to help you do the whole thing. A lot of this has got to be done by you. That's why there's self in it. However, I have no problem being a supporting character in your story. I have no problem being a reoccurring character. 
Yeah. I love supportive character. Yes. And I feel like that's like who we should be to our friends, especially is a supportive character, like guide them, but don't do the work for them. Be like, this is what I think you should do. But you know, like that's all, that's all you can do. And they have, it's up to them to do the work. And if they really want to grow, they want to heal. That's, that's the opportunity. Right. So I I think that's really important. I completely agree. You know, and you know, one, in a conversation that you and I had, you know, I just wanted to just switch gears. You said mm-hmm. something a while back that really sat with me, and it's honestly been on my mind. I want to say for the past two weeks, to be honest with you. Was it two weeks ago that we talked, or was it a week ago? I think so. I think it was two weeks. Okay, because my idea of time sometimes is very skewed, right? <laughs> no, like okay. I, Days will run <laughs> together, and I'll think that that happened yesterday, and that actually happened three weeks ago. Yeah. No, honestly, yeah. That that conversation feels so fresh that we had. I love that conversation that we had. We were talking like boom, boom, boom. Like, I gotta go. I gotta go. But we kept talking. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, you never know. Like, you know, we probably knew each other in a past life. That's all. Honestly, you know, that's how you know. That's that's usually how it works. That's usually how mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. But um. <laughs> so so what what was it? <laughs> um, uh, higher self versus ego. Yes. So, and it's, you know, one of those things where it's like, you never want to talk about something that you ain't been through, because if you talk about something you ain't been through, eventually you're going to go through it. And I don't know, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it, and boom, it happened to me. And it really put me in the driver's seat of what happened. So, Uh I'm working with somebody, they have their job, I have my job. You know what I mean? And he drops the ball on his side. I've done my due diligence, but he drops the ball. So now it's this big rush to get the job done, but he kind of like fucked it up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's him. You know what I mean? Like they was like, did you double tap it? Did you check up on him? Did you, did you do your part to make sure that this was going to be successful? Even if that meant like, you know, dealing with him. And I'm like, initially I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know why we're trying to put the, you know, split the blame. We might as well just go ahead and give him the hundred percent, you know? Okay. And they yeah. were like, no, that's not, you are a part of this as well. And somebody pulled me off to the side and they were like, you got to understand that that may have been his job, but that was your priority. And if it was really your priority, Demetrius, you would have took care of it and you would have handled it. And I had to take a step back and I was like, who's hurt right now? Because I understand exactly what he's saying. Who's hurt right now? Mm-hmm. Is it is it my higher self that's hurt or is my ego hurt right now? And it was mm-hmm. my ego and I remember mm-hmm. walking away and I was like, this God damn it, Joanna. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Like my ego. It, it's my ego. You know what I mean? Like it was my ego yeah. that was hurt. And I just really mm-hmm. wanted you just to talk a little bit more on that. Yeah, of course. That's crazy. It's kind of funny how you have how you had a situation come up like that after we had the conversation. Cause it's in your head. But I think it's really important that we we can know who our higher self is and mm-hmm our ego is so the higher so for example the ego is the person that is easily hurt mm-hmm. you know they know they know they're the best but mm-hmm. and if people don't see it, it they're gonna feel some type of way mm-hmm. um and then there's your higher self who is i feel like that's like my kumbaya like everything works out um you know if if something that i wanted to work out doesn't i'm still okay type of person so um when I was going through a breakup 
um, I part of me understood why it ended. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? This didn't work out because something better, someone, someone better is out there for me who's a better fit. And so I was like, okay, I understand. Let's move on. But during the healing process, I was still so hurt. I was, I was like, why am I so upset? I was accepting of this already. And I'm just so hurt. I'm like every day I wake up, I'm just so depressed. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And um, I, I kind of sat down. I was like, oh my God, it's my ego. My ego's so hurt right now. And I need to find a way to make her feel better. Because no matter what, she's always going to be a part of me. You don't get rid of your ego. There are some good things about your ego. But at the same time, in this situation, she was taking over. Mm. She's becoming the villain. That's the that's your oh villain side. Yes. <laughs> she wanted yes. to I I never let her take over me because I never I don't I don't go out and hurt people. I rather just my higher self is powerful enough to be like, no, we don't hurt people. We walk away. We walk away. We're good. And so and because I believe in karma too. So mm. <laughs> um so I yeah with bad karma. Right. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, work, I'm trying to work some bad karma out right now. So that's why I'm in Virginia. <laughs> so do you feel that your ego takes over oh in those situations? God. Most of the time, yes. Yes. I'm, okay. I will say, you know, I don't, and I don't mean to cut, to cut you off. You know? Oh, no, it's, it's okay. Just, mm-hmm. I feel like how, if I could do percentages, I, I wouldn't say 50-50. I would definitely say it's definitely a 60, it's a 60, 40 where it's ego and higher self a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's moments where, you know, and I think me and you talked about it before where he, um, you know, somebody says something to me online, you know, my higher self would be like, ah, whatever, bro. Like he's just, he's just projecting. I immediately yeah. know exactly what he's just said to me. Like, ah, he's just projecting. My ego is automatically like this. Absolutely not. Who the hell does he think he's talking to? <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely not. Is he challenging yeah. you right now? Is he trying to quit? Like, like, no, man. Like, show him that you're educated. Go ahead and throw that out there. And now I'm going through a spat when I know I should have walked away. And I, one thing that I have promised myself about that, if I respond to a negative comment, then I must immediately respond to a positive comment because I need to balance that. The same, okay. the same energy that I gave him or gave that, I must give to somebody else, you know? I, mm-hmm. I So I've been mm-hmm. trying to work on it, but yes, okay. my That's my great. ego has turned me into a villain on too many occasions. <laughs> That's exactly it though. The mm-hmm. ego doesn't, the ego acts on emotion. Yes. The higher self is, you know, sat with the situation, is clear-minded and will make good decisions for you. So in those situations that you're in, you got to really be like, who's really hurt now? Is it my ego or is it my higher self? Because what would my higher self do in this situation? Yes. Yeah, and it honestly has helped me, like, decide on a lot of good things. And sometimes you need to give your ego some time to heal because it's going to take over. And and you can't really control how long it needs to heal, but you need to take time for it. And once you do, your your higher self is back. Like, oh, my God, I feel like I feel like an angel right now. I'm just like I'm. I'm vibing. I'm good. I let my ego heal, and I, now I'm just like I'm focusing on me. I'm happy, and I just feel like it's weird. It's like when you go through a breakup and you're just so depressed, you feel so weighed down. Mm-hmm. But because I let my ego heal, and now I'm back to my higher self, and I literally feel like I'm just I'm vibing. I'm happy. <laughs> I love that. No, and I can finally say that I love that for you. 
in the right in the right context. In the right context. You know what I mean? Thank you so much. Yes. You know, I was sitting back and I was thinking about like just the like relationships and where I allowed my ego to get the best of me. And mm-hmm. and and the weird part is is that like my higher self recognized the entirety of the relationship. It knew it from the very beginning of the relationship and it knew it from the mm-hmm. very end of the relationship and it understood exactly why would this was not going to work it 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 put one one plus one was two immediately but just because one Mm -hmm. plus one was two doesn't mean that i didn't like that answer i didn't like how i felt at the end you know so i love the fact that you know just because like you when you say you know allow your ego to heal you -hmm. know that that resonates because i knew the answer and I'm trying to force myself to get over this hill. And I'm like, bro, like, you're hurt, bro. Like, you're legitimately hurt. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't yes. got to tough this out, bro. Like, you can just say it. You know what I mean? You're yes. walking around. You got fog mind. You're fucking in the matrix. You're hurt all the time. You're checking social media. You know, you're really, you're, you're, you're hurting right now, bro. And you need to acknowledge mm-hmm. that. And I love the yep. fact that you said, you know, allow your ego to heal. Yeah. You definitely need to face the ugly parts. You can't just mm-hmm. sweep it under a rug and and expect to be okay in the future. Because if you face it now, if you don't face it now, you're not you're gonna face it later. It's not gonna it's not gonna go away. So you can, you can you can decide. You can decide to face the ugly parts where you feel bad for yourself, that you feel like a victim, being yeah. like, "Poor me, I got hurt." I don't like my ex anymore, blah, blah, blah. I hate them, blah, 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 right? Do things. If you go off of emotion, right, and you let your ego take over, like you're going to eventually regret the things you did when you took, when you let your ego, yeah, take. Yes. Like, so I never try to take or let my ego take over me. But, you know, I did, I did some things. I made some shady TikToks, but it's okay. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but I still feel bad about it today because yeah. I'm like, that I was letting my ego take over and, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you let your ego t- uh, take over during a healing process, you're going to do things you will regret in the future. A hundred percent, you know, and, and I, and now, now that you say that I sit back and I think about those moments where I allowed my ego to get the best of me and the things that I said, like I said, things based off of just hurt, like my emotions, not realizing mm-hmm. that you know, I understand, bro. Like it is what it is, you know, and I can, and I can say that now, you know what I mean? I can easily just say it is what it is and move, go and move on. But back Mm -hmm. then, oh my God, I was a wreck. I was a wreck. And I tried to like put on a facade that I wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, and I would, oh no, please, please go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. You can keep going. That's okay. I'm just agreeing. Oh no. And I, and I love the fact that you talk about accountability. You know, taking accountability in the situation and learning from the situation, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you, you you feel me like and I'm a firm believer that life, just, just like how you said, like you believe in good karma. I believe that life is always going to give you the exact same test until you learn your lesson, you know, yes. and that test may be in different people. It will be in different scenarios. It will be in different situations. But that test is going to keep happening. And, and until you learn. You know what I mean? So like when people are always oh, talking about like, oh, well, I always, you know, I'm always in um every, all men are shit or all women are shit. And every relationship that I get into is always just turns out bad. Sounds like it's a you. 
You know what I mean? Like, if I, I I may not be the best at math, but like if we just broke everything down, it sounded like the the common denominator throughout this is you. You know, and when we talk about accountability, I've learned that like accountability, it only works when you're telling somebody that they need to have accountability. People only want to do that when it's like, hey, you need to have accountability, but you also need to have accountability. You know what I mean? We both were in this relationship. This relationship just didn't sink on its own. Like I didn't cause it. We both caused this. You know what I mean? There, there's moments where it just led up to it. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I'm pretty sure there's moments where you know there's relationships where it was just one person who condemned this entire relationship. But mm-hmm. accountability is something where you have to accept what happened and the part that you may have played in that scenario. For sure. One thousand percent. Yeah. With the with uh you saying how people are like, Oh, I always like date like bad people, it never works out for me, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a good opportunity to people like for people to realize where they need to work on with their self worth and their self love. Because if you if you really put your value in yourself and you put all that energy in yourself, you will not even let those people in. You won't. You won't even give them the time of day. It's so funny because I look at I look back and see the guys I I've dated in the past, and you know, with me growing and you know my glow up, they come back. Mm-hmm. They always come back. Always and do. now I'm just like ew. <laughs> it's the hey, like, it's the hey, big head, or what you doing, or like, no, <laughs> no, bro, I can be by myself. Like a I'm lot good. Of people- you know, and this is something that a lot of people know, you know, like they feel like they shouldn't say this, you know what I mean? Because it sounds like it sounds cocky or arrogant, but I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer that like, I, I can say that like, I'm out of your league. You know what I mean? Like if I tell somebody like I'm out of your league, like I'm not lying. You know what I mean? Like I'm out yeah. of, your league, you know what I mean? And that's no shade to you. It's just you, me and you ain't in the, we, we're not even on the exact same. You're asking me about compatibility as far as, you know, what's my, what, if I'm a fire sign or air sign. I need to know what the fuck your trauma responses is because when me and you get into it, I need to know how you're going to handle this. <laughs> yeah. Me and you are way, you, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like you, you learn that through the journey. You know what I mean? Like when you respect your journey, you know, you understand the trials, the tribulations and the experience that you gain through it. And you understand like, you know, like I can't deal with you. I can't because it's a betrayal to my own journey. Totally. I think that people need to, it's self-awareness. It's self-awareness. If people don't have self-awareness to what they've dealt with in the past and, you know, if they are like, oh, I don't need to grow. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm just chilling. This is what I do every day. It's like the same cycle of them going to work, doing their nine to five, going home, watching TV, go to bed. You know, they're just like doing that and they have no self-awareness of if I keep doing this, I'm just going to stay here and do a cycle and not grow. Very stagnant. Yeah, it's just the same circle. And I'm like, uh, yeah, if someone has that lifestyle, that's just not for me. And we're just not going to be a good fit because I'm going to want to level up. I think life is all about leveling up. Every every year, I like to see what I've accomplished. Every year, I like to look at, like, at beginning of January, I always do, like, my vision board and be like, what do I see myself doing for 2023? And this, this is what I want to achieve. And, oh, my God, looking at my vision board for 2022 – Almost everything has come true. Anyways, sorry, I'm going off topic a little here. No, but, no, congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, what I was saying was that, yeah, people just need to be very self-aware of 
where they're at as a human. And if, if people don't see that they want to level up, I just, I already know off the bat, they're not for me. I, I, I completely agree, you know, and, 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 um, I always, in romantic relationships and platonic relationships, I don't know what just happened. Like my brain just like skipped for a second. No, but okay. the moment that I realized that I wanted to get my shit together, and that's what that's how I always call it, is that like the day that I decided yep. to get my to get my act together, to get my shit together, mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. a better version, I had to mm-hmm. make peace with the fact that I was losing a lot of people in my life. Ooh. You know, and I feel like a lot of times, like we never talk about that because you know it's it is it is sad you know what i mean because it's like here i am becoming this better version and now i'm starting to second mm-hmm. guess it because it's like dude like am i doing something wrong like me mm-hmm. and you have been friends for x amount of time like why have you know why is it that we can't hang out now you know what i mean or mm-hmm. why is it that we can't be around each other now and mm-hmm. the realization that i'm losing these people one because now my habits have changed you know what i mean and when my habits change so then my mindset and no, I, I'm no longer compatible. I no longer can be around you because we're on two different wavelengths now. The frequencies, oh. the frequencies aren't matching. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like that's a huge pill to swallow, oh my especially God. when you've loved someone so much, like it's yes. like platonic relationships, like um, platonic or relationships, sorry. Um, you've known people, a person for X amount of years. And when you have that shift in your life where you want to grow and you just see that they're not doing it it's like you you kind of just don't want to be around them anymore or as much you can still have so much love for them but it's just that you want to kind of spend more time with people that will feed your energy instead of draining it you want to grow and it's like bro like what you Mm -hmm. what you're what you're pouring on me right now is not doing anything for me Yes, it's the whole thing of like having the box of these are the friends that are going to help me grow. Yeah. And these are the friends that are, are just for fun. Yeah. That's I like it. That. You're you're either a fun friend or you're a friend that's going to make me grow and I'm going to mm-hmm. succeed this way. So, I still have love for those people. Don't get me wrong, I still hang out with them and everything, yeah, but no, bad blood. I, no, I just I'm just more aware that if I'm around, they just, they won't, they might not just understand my goals. They might not understand what I, why I do the things I do. Yeah, It's very, very unfamiliar to them and it makes them comfortable, like uncomfortable, sorry. So, so I'm just like, oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. It is, it is draining for sure. So. Yeah. It's so draining because it's like, I hate, I remember in the beginning of the journey, you know what I mean? Like I'm explaining my aspirations i'm explaining my plan to people that do not understand the plan and it's draining Mm -hmm. because it's like i feel like i have to convince you you know what i mean and i feel like i'm like you know that you don't get it and it's like i'm trying to get you to get it but it's like but then i would tell it to somebody else and they're like boom i'm tracking what you're saying yeah they're like putting water in your your garden they're just like yeah Oh my God. And that felt so good. You know what I mean? Like to be around those people. So I love the fact that you did the, you know, friends I can grow with friends that I can have fun with, you know what I mean? Because I didn't, it's not that I don't love y'all, you know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. not that I can't be, you know, it's not that there's bad blood between us, but Mm -hmm. where I'm going, that's not even where you're trying to go. I will want you to go. It will be a, you know what I mean? Like it will be a vibe if you came with us. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I it would be that. a vibe. <laughs> but I can't force you to do something that you don't want to do. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. got to start your own journey. You got to make peace with your own issues. You know what I mean? And I love the fact that you brought up, you know, the idea of losing a friend and loving a friend. You know, we I, I feel like we don't talk about this. And I know for a fact, it, as males, we're not talking about this, where you can simply love a friend. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. that, that friend can be another man. You know what I mean? And you do love that mm-hmm. person. You know, we look at love mm-hmm. and it's like, it's supposed to be this big romantic thing. Love is so fluid <laughs> that I can love you. And when I lose our friendship, I would mourn you as if you died. I remember mm-hmm. in the very beginning of my journey, I lost a friend and I'm talking about, I had spent so much time with this person. I've told this person my deepest secrets, my darkest problems. I remember when this man came when I was passed out drunk on a patio, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, really, like at my lowest points, he was there. And when I started Mm -hmm. to go, he wasn't, we, we started to split and I mourned him and I mourned him for like months, you know what I mean? Like, and it, 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 I couldn't understand why I was hurting in this way. And it was my aunt that actually explained it to me. She was the one that actually explained this to me. Mm Mm-hmm. It sucks when you when you kind of mourn someone that's alive. It is, it is worse, I think, because it's, it's like it's like you almost have control in, you know, hoping to build something again. But you also know that maybe it's just not the right time. Mm-hmm. But I've went through. I've told you this. I've went through something like that where I lost one of my bestest friends. We went different directions, and um eventually we found ourselves again because I think we had to grow individually on our own doing our things. And when we both went through something traumatic, we found each other again and we haven't been like, we haven't been separable since. So I'm so grateful that that happened. But if you're meant to find someone again, you will find them at the right time. I I completely agree. I agree. You know, like in the beginning of the journey, like, you know, you lose them and you're like, fuck bro. Like, not realizing that one, that is a part of your journey because you got to learn to love yourself by yourself. You got to be able to mm-hmm. do that. And mm-hmm. also they have to start their own journey, you know, and mm-hmm. once they start to heal, once they start to learn about themselves, when y'all come back, you know, it feels so rejuvenating. Cause it's like, bro, like, what did you learn while you were gone? You know what I mean? Like, where were you at? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so refreshing to be able to reconnect. It's so nice. And it's kind of funny because I think about, I think we had to both let go of our relationships that we were very dependent on. Mm -hmm. And when we kind of both released it, that's kind of like, that was the time where we had each other and then we had our self-love journeys. Mm. So she didn't, so we are thinking about it. We both didn't do like a lot of work before we met up. We actually were there for each other to grow. Because she was going to always be, no matter what it was, I know I knew she'd always be a good support. So when I found out she was single, everything that we went through, I dropped automatically. My higher self was like, my ego, let it go. I was like, I love this girl. I'm going to be, I'm going to be there for her. And we just became like the best of friends and I have her back. And we, I, we've always like, since then we've promised each other that no matter what happens, we will, we will go through we'll get through it we're not going to lose each other ever again 
So and that's and that's something that like you know it's always good to have, especially like a person that's you know somebody that you could have in your corner like that, especially on that journey. You know what I mean? Like especially as mm-hmm. like you grow, you know it just feels it, it's it's good to be able to do it by yourself, but it feels great when you have somebody there with you. You know. Sorry, I was gonna say she's she's my she's one of my twin flames. Yeah. That really? I found again. Yeah. Remember mm. we talked about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We and that's how we found each other again. And and then I guess the universe was like, you guys need each other. You guys are both going through this right now. So you guys here, you guys can grow together. Oh. And we have. Yeah. Is this? Is it, I, I wonder if this is like my fourth or fifth time saying this, but I love that for you. And I don't want people to say think that I'm just not genuine about it, you know, but no, I do love oh that. Oh my god. You. Oh my god, it's funny. Maybe maybe kind of like because you haven't said that before. Yeah, so yeah, I I I do. I I I love that for you. And you know, I'm pretty sure like people are probably thinking like, "Oh, he's not genuine about any of this." And it's not that. It's just I recently just learned it. And every time mm-hmm. I think about it now, I could just see that lady looking at me with like half of my tooth missing and saying i love that for you oh my god it's it's that's funny because i feel like that's a saying me and my friends say like, like to each other all the time really yeah what like, what that. does like, it well, mean um so it's just like say that like i like for example like with me being like yeah like i'm healed now i'm happy and all this stuff i'm doing all these things for myself mm-hmm. and then friends say I love that for I love, you. I love that for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. me walking in, fucking, it's in my damn hands. I'm looking at it and I'm saying, yeah, so my my crown broke and I kind of need this to get fixed. And she looked and looked up at me and said, I love that for you. I feel like she was being sarcastic. I know. She, I know. <laughs> I know she was, dude. Like, I know she was being facetious. You know? And I'm just like... When she said it, I was like, there's nothing to fucking love here right now. There's nothing to love right now. What was your reaction? You're like, um. <laughs> when she did it, I literally, I was like, thank you. Like, I know, I know, I know you don't mean that. I know you don't mean that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I feel like she, I feel like she didn't know what to say. You know, oh. so I assumed that she was just, she felt like she had to say something. She didn't know what to say. She was just like... She, she could have been like, oh, no. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> Your smile's ruined. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I don't know. That's how she is as a human. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like... you ever Did you see, like, the TikTok video where, like, it's this husband and wife, and, like, the wife ends up letting these center blocks go, and it falls on the husband's, like, uh, hands. And you can see the husband just, like, walk away. And you can tell, obviously, he's mad. And you see the wife, and this is what's funny, is, like, body language is such a big thing. And it's always been a big thing to me. If you look at her fingers, she's playing, like, the anxiety piano. Mm-hmm. You know, when, like, somebody, like, starts to tap on things and stuff like that? And I'm yeah. just like, I love that for her. I love that for her. Her trauma <laughs> her trauma response is not fight. I can tell you that right now. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she, she, yeah. Is, she is trying to get... She wants to get out of that situation so bad. She's yeah. like, oh, dear. 
Well, don't know what to, don't know what else to tell him. You know, I'm you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that for. Her. I love that for you. Oh you my know, God. you broke his thumbs, so I love I. You know, this is going to be such a beautiful moment for y'all. I love that for y'all. I love this. Oh my God. I don't know if you I would know. use in that context, but <laughs> I feel like with my personality, with my personality, it's really it's one of those things where it's like it integrated and in in my job I've learned to use it and I owe it I feel like I'm not using it in the way that it's supposed to be used. Like I'll see somebody somebody has a bloody nose and they're walking by me and I'm just like this. I love that for you. You know, I love that yeah, for you. I can and see I'm that. like this. Demetrius, you really need to get your energy together. Your energy is bad. You're the bad energy again. You know? He's You're the hurt. lady at the dentist's office. <laughs> You're that lady at the dentist. <laughs> He's hurt. And you just looked him in the face and said, I love that for you. I love that for you. Me? I'm like very like sensitive. Like, why? <laughs> you know... And, and that's the thing is like I remember, um, I remember there was a moment where I I was just so, you know, emo. I don't know how to how do I say this. Um, I remember where I would literally just be like feeling like I would have to make up the emotional like residual of the room. Like I felt like if the emotions in the room was at like a five and we needed to be at a ten, you know what I mean? Like I felt like I would have to fill in that void a lot, mm. and a lot of times like I would sit back and this is stuff that I've learned and this just comes back down to just naturally fawning all the time Mm -hmm. where I felt like I had to you know fill in the blank of things that I didn't even fucking create you know so now I sit there and like it'd be a full-on emergency and I'm just like this I love that I'm so happy now you know they're like this hey so-and-so failed that you know good for him you know good for him and they're like, why would you say that? I was like, this because I mean, maybe that was good for him. I don't know. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? You know, there's nothing I can do yeah. for him. It's already done. It's already done. It's like, it's hard. no, no point of making it more stressful than it is already. So absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm one of those, I'm one of those people that's like, once I realized that it wasn't my responsibility, and this is something that I think is always big in the journey, is the things that you learn and the things that you practice. Because we talk about healing, we talk about like this, 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 this thing of you know I'm practicing these things, but are you really practicing them? Are you, you are you putting them into practical use? And when I realized that I fawned, you know what I mean, or I always take mm-hmm. the blame, I made an active choice to stop doing that. I, I love that for you. Do you? I love that for you. No, I really do because that's something I want to be a bit stronger on is being, be, not always being the person that's saying sorry, especially if yes. I know I wasn't in the wrong. Um, it's just like, I, I, I'm a people pleaser. I've learned yeah. that because I don't want mm-hmm. things to go negatively um, and always make people happy. But at the same time, that was something that a lot of toxic people were able to do to me is make me feel Mm -hmm. bad if they weren't happy in a situation. And I'd always end up apologizing because I didn't want it to be any bigger than it is. But I'm like, my feelings are um, 
as important as theirs. So why do I always have to apologize? Yeah, they're completely Mm -hmm. valid. And it's like, I'm, I'm done apologizing i'm letting my ego take control of these situations because that's the girl that's like fearless and that's the positive thing about the ego is that they won't let people just beat them down they're gonna stand up for themselves in that way so yeah that's something i really want to grow in because i'm such a positive person but i need to be Mm -hmm. able to stand up for myself and have a backbone when i Mm -hmm. need to because i can't let people walk all over me Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree, you know, and, and I and I appreciate you for sharing that, you know, like that, you know, like we, we, you know, me and you, we feel comfortable sharing things. And sometimes like we may or may not realize like what we share is, is that's a burden for somebody else. You know what I mean? But we've been over it. We've been around it. You know what I mean? We've made peace with it. You know, the elephants yeah. in the room and I'm tossing the peanuts, you feel me? And to say that you're a people pleaser, I'm a people pleaser. You know what I mean? Like that's one of my big, that's one of my biggest things. That's like a toxic trait of mine or a negative trait of mine, mm-hmm. you know? And how I was able to work through that was I think one time somebody, something happened in our, in, in an office and I was in it and the guy, like our boss, he comes in and he was upset and I apologized and I walked away and I was like, wait, what, what the fuck did I do? I didn't do anything. I was like, why am I apologizing? And I, you know, and I turned around. I was like, I was like, you know what? I was like, no, I take that back. Like, dude, like, I don't apologize because I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? I I, I hate that you feel that way about however, Mm -hmm. you know, however it, what, however this situation has made you feel, but I have no part to play in this and I'm not about to apologize for, you know? Yes. And I, I think the biggest thing about it was, is that. You know, we got to, you got to stick to your guns because a lot of times like, you know, because people pleasers, like we, we, we feel bad for doing these type of things. We feel bad for holding the line to our barrier, our boundaries. Yeah. Like it's like, um, in these situations, it's really important for us to know our, like knowing what was our intention in the situation, Mm -hmm. because if my intention was negative, I will apologize. But if I was not what I what happened wasn't intentional it just happened they the other person needs to understand that too they can't just put the blame on me because they're upset of that hurting them yeah you know like yes. it's like yeah but understand what my, the intention was in that situation a hundred percent oh no please if I was sorry if yeah if I wasn't intentionally trying to hurt your feelings because you're gonna feel some type of way from what happened um it's not my job to be like, oh, like I, I will say I'm sorry you feel that way, but I'm not going to be like, I'm sorry I did this because I didn't intentionally want you to feel this way. So, you know, and I always lead with and I and I tell people this, especially if I have to give my opinion. I'm like this, you know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all appreciate my honesty, because if you didn't appreciate my honesty, you wouldn't be asking me about my opinion. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give it. You know, I apologize if this is how you're going to feel about this. However, this is what I'm seeing. This is how I feel, you know, and I feel like a lot of times it's like, especially like if you're a people pleaser, you know, you condition people to treat you a certain way. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you, you unknowingly become their emotional punching bag. They're, they're having a bad day and you gotta, you now have to, you know, take the burden of their negative emotions. And it's like, bro, like I'm already carrying this. I got to carry my own negative emotions. I can't carry yours and I can't be responsible mm-hmm. for your negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. People need to be more self-aware 
and understand people's intentions because if people's intentions aren't like they intentionally weren't trying to hurt you or like you know make you upset like they have yes. to understand that mm-hmm. i completely agree yeah, yeah i feel yeah. like being a people pleaser you're an easy punching bag for sure oh my god and it's been and it and it's and it's easy because it's been like that for years you know what i mean like it's been like you've been like this for years so it's not like you woke up one day and was like, all right, well, go ahead and emotionally punch me in the face. No, I was like this as a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like this as a kid. And then I grew into it and it just became so such a second nature for me. The same way, like if somebody's trauma response is to fight, their second nature is to say something. They, they, they don't, even if they know they shouldn't say something, something's already pushing them to say like, hey, man, nah, you need to go ahead and just get that off your chest and just send it. You know, or somebody's mm-hmm. like to flee or freeze. Like it's a second nature for them, you know. So mm-hmm. it you know, to break that cycle for you is such a hard thing. And I'm so happy and I love that for you. I love that you're making the, you know, the cognitive, you know, the conscious decision to say, like, you know, no, like it's not my problem. I feel like this is like a realization recently too, where I was like, I'm done apologizing. I am done apologizing because I know I'm a good person. I know yes. I have good intentions for people and I don't hurt people on purpose. Yes. It's never a thing. I know who I am. So when people make me feel that way, I'm like, that's not fair. Yes. That's not fair. I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, believe in karma. So why yeah. would I put myself in that situation? You know, I'm one of those people that's like, I wouldn't do that to you. You know what I mean? Like, and this is where I get, aff- I get, I get a mo- my ego will emotionally get offended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is I'll sit there and I'm like this. I wouldn't do that to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so why would you do that to me? You know what I mean? Like, I know I wouldn't do that to you. I've never done that to you. So why would you do that to me? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm truly, I'm hurt and I'm offended. So I know. For, so when I decided to say like, hey, no, I'm not filling that void for you. I meant it. Yes. 1000%. I feel like people should share their, their feelings Yes. And if you explain to them what has happened, what the situation was, like my intentions are wrong and they still come after you, that's when I draw the line. I'm like, you can mm-hmm. tell me how you feel, but you need to understand too who I am. Because if I'm yes. your friend, you're, you're going to understand that my intentions weren't wrong and you're going to hear that from me knowing what happened in my position. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your opportunity to understand. But when you don't understand after I explain it to you and you're still coming after me, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing for this. A hundred percent. I feel like one thing, especially in friendships, you know what I mean? Like, is that, you know, and I have a friend of mine that we're real good about this. We're really good about this. Is that like, mm-hmm. if I ask him for advice, he says, what advice are you looking for? Do you want it from a business perspective or you want it from a friend's perspective? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need, you know, like it, we always change perspectives. Like he'd be like this, like he'd say like, look at it from CEO's perspective. You know, what would you, you know, do if this was one of your employees? Cause we work together as well. You know, so okay. when I would talk to him about ideas with the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. I would I would I would shoot an idea to him and he'd be like, you know, what um what perspective do you want? You know, do you want it from my perspective or do you want it from a business perspective? And I was yeah. like, which one do I need first? Um, give me the business perspective. Give me the business perspective. Yeah. And he'd tell it to me, and sometimes it may be good. You know, mm-hmm. or it'd be like this. Yeah. Absolutely not. That is not marketable. Or don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't do that. And I'm like this. Yeah. All right. So, so what was the friend going to say? He's like this. Oh, the friend thought it was good. He thought it was good. You know, <laughs> you're just not going to make any he's, fucking money he's off supportive. that. He's supportive. He's <laughs> supportive. It's good. It's fine. You know, just so if funny. you were, tr- 
if you're trying to market that, I can just tell you right now, it's not going to work out. You know, and I feel like (laughs) that's one of the biggest things is that like, as a people pleaser, like you can't be a great friend to somebody because you're trying to, you're trying to please them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that honesty may not please you, but it might be the thing that you actually need. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. like the biggest responsibility that we have to our friends is to be honest. They may not like the honesty in the moment, you know what I mean? And then just to piggyback off of what I'm about to say now, to caveat, that's it. I use it in the proper context. To caveat off of that is that, you know, your honesty will hurt somebody. It will. And when you understand that honesty does hurt people, you as the friend have to be prepared for that and have to come at it in that direction. You can't just be shooting shit off and just think that it's okay because you said it. Yep. I feel like uh, self-awareness is a curse and a blessing in that case. Because when you're more self-aware, you kind of see how people are to you, especially if you've known them for years. And man, like realizing a lot, I'm like, I love that I'm self-aware, but I also hate it because I wish I didn't realize this about you. (laughs) Oh my God. Like when I realized what self-awareness was, you know, like the idea of how, not only how you respond to how you understanding how you respond in certain situations and things respond to you, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. like, I understand what you just said to me. I'm aware of that, but I'm also aware of what I said to you and how it made you feel like that Mm -hmm. was like the biggest thing that I had to learn. Yes. Yes. You have to understand what, what, how you saw it and how they saw it. And sometimes maybe you were in the wrong, maybe you were in the wrong, but also you'll apologize for it. You know what I mean? Because once you understand, like, ego and higher self, like, your ego may be like this. I ain't apologizing to shit. Your higher self is like, you were wrong. You were wrong. Yeah, admit it. You're you're human. You're human. You make mistakes, and that's okay. And I feel like that's the big thing right there. We're human. We make mistakes. You know, we are emotional creatures. You know, despite how much people try to say, like, oh, I'm cold-hearted. No, you're not. You'll be dead. You'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. You'll be dead. Do you You're feel not so hard? You're good. You know, yeah. you feel that pulse. You're still a warm-blooded <laughs> creature. You know, I know you want to be, you know what yeah. I mean? But you're not. And, you know, we have to understand and we have to respect the fact that we are imperfect creatures and we will make mistakes. Yes. Yeah. You will. And that's how you learn, though, too. Absolutely. That's how you Absolutely. learn. And it's it's like kind of when the universe gives you those um those situations and they put you through that same thing until you learn it. And honestly, 100%. I feel like every time the universe has done that to me and I've leveled up because of self-love. Mm. It's because I chose myself in those situations or I saw where I needed to grow. Um, I leveled up. Mm-hmm. And every single time I go through that, I just feel it just better with myself. Uh-huh. And no matter what, I know that I'm I'm not always going to be happy. Something's going to happen. And that's where I need uh-huh. to, that's the opportunity of growth. So, um, yeah, it's, it's honestly self-love is really what will make you level up in every single situation, really. Absolutely. And, I lo- and once again, pretty sure I probably said this. <laughs> I don't know. This, this is have to be like the sixth time I've said it. But I love that for you. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this this episode should be called I love that for you. <laughs> I, I love that for you. I love that for you with J Ma. <laughs> you know, 
But as we come to a close to this episode, you know, is there any final words that you would like to say? Um, that I am so happy we are friends. I appreciate and that. I really think that I love um, surrounding myself with people like you who are like-minded and who I can learn stuff from because I know that everything I know right now isn't everything and there's so much mm-hmm. more to this to this world, to self-love, to individual growth that I can learn. So I'm excited for this friendship to grow and I really hope we can do this again. This was so fun. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Definitely would love to have you back on the show again. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> and just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned every Monday as we bring you another episode. And lastly, don't forget to like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, and share this podcast because this podcast was dedicated to helping you become a better version of yourself. And I don't know who needs to hear that, but just like we need more sleep, just like we need more money, we deserve to be a better version of ourselves. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.